Look at this castle. They want you to believe the water made it like this. It did after it buried the whole thing. But there's tunnels that, and caverns and steps that you can walk all through this. Inshallah, we will again. It's in America. White man ain't built none of this. Look at this. This is how you was living. This is how you was living. It was Pineal. This is the castle of Montezuma in Arizona. I was there. Just like I showed you the other one. So people built that. Like regular people. No. That was part of their penance. And everything was built on these things. These are called star forts. Everything is built on that. The hexagonal pattern of matter all based on the platonic solids and how they move with the elements and how they interact with the artifices that we put in the cities to be able to harness the energy to create the renewable energy that you see manifested in the main orb of that place that in the Bible is called the cornerstone. That cornerstone is the, the highest level of radiation from that area that's then condensed, put in some sort of orb that's then lit up with or, or soaked in gold or silver and then it's given to whoever's the lord of the of the, the 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 kingdom, and he holds that. They showed you that in um the Assassin's Creed movie. Go back, look at that. And the Sultan had it, and they couldn't do nothing unless they got it because they wanted to control the free will of man because it's the pineal organ. It's representing the pineal organ of the old world. Every Mason is under this jurisdiction, the Royal Ark. The Royal Ark is called the Cantery Ark. Arc is the strongest, this arch is the strongest type of arch in architecture. Anything you build on top of this ain't going, this will never fall. They're also called cloisters and they attract organ energy. That's why when they do the prayers that the monks would do in the abbeys and start to pray out or whatever, it will reverberate and create a certain energy that could hypnotize people and put them into whatever state you needed them to be in which is what the the, uh, the oligarchs and them wanted to do. This, this building is older than Russia itself. <laughs> that building was here before Russia because your ancestors built it and they was giants. There was three of them. And in the statues they have of them, they all wearing fezzes. They're trying to tell you that you don't know what this stuff did, but they all holding the same objects, the same things. And then everybody that was down with that had a piece of that organite or Moabite stone or whatever it was that they used then to power their house because it was all tied into the same technology. So when we left, they moved into these castles and didn't know how to keep them warm because they think the fireplaces was fireplaces like that. They know how to work the technology wound up freezing to death. So eventually they had to bust open the beautiful ornate stuff, put a, a flume in it, break up the, the, the copper linings and the gold linings that was on the inside, take that, melt that down for jewelry or whatever, or sell it, and then create a chimney and then burn wood in it. 
That's how downstairs these people are. That's the technology these old Europeans was having. This is a festival they do every year to honor the two giants that fell at the hand of King Brito, whose name was also Brutus, who may or may not be the same Brutus from Caesar. And he was a Hebrew, but he was a Hebrew from Macedon, meaning that after the fall of Jerusalem, you had Hebrews that went all over the world during the Bronze Age. And a lot of them went to what we call Peloponnesia, what they now call the Mediterranean. And they saw that the people that was there was related to them due to the fact they were seafaring people. So they were from the tribe of Dan, also called the Tuatha-Dan, right? Who are also called the Fomorians, right? And they hailed from the Forever West, which was over here. And eventually they came over there and shared the ancient knowledge with them with the Hebrew. So the Greeks translated the Hebrew and the sciences or whatever and taught them that. The people we call Greeks, which is really Macedonians, Spartans, all of that. So them people was like, well, you can't go to that island because that's run by the, the giant. His name was Albion. So Brito was like, nah, we're going to do that because Allah gave us mandate over all of them. So he goes to the island with his people and there the two kings is Gog and Magog. Right. And they wind up beating all the giants down, getting all rid of all of them until they get rid of, of Gog. And they basically beat Magog down to the point they was going to kill him. But then his man was like, yo, Brito's man was like, yo, I want to fight him fair and square. So let him get better. Let's take over the cities and then we'll set everything up. And then once he get better, we'll fight him. So then they did that, fought him at the cliffs of Dover which was the giant cliffs. When you look at the cliffs of Dover, they look like big bones. Look it up online, you see what I'm talking about? That's carved out evenly. And allegedly they threw him over and somehow or another he uh, turned to the stone and then the firmament of England was added onto by his body. So every year from then, they celebrate them. Look what color they are and then look on his shield. That's the same shield that you see from what? The Washita, the so-called Dark Phoenix. Same joint here, see? So all of the, the things that they tell us is true is really reversed. Everything they say is true is false. Everything that they say is false is true. And our history is not just tied up to that. So what we really are, Moors, is we are a transcontinental people who have our origin as Moorish Americans in this state. But from the Asiatic race, we can trace our situation all the way back to Noah. And if you couldn't do that, and if it wasn't true, then you wouldn't be able to use that as a lineage-based doctrine in legal matters. You understand? You wouldn't be able because they would have to try to prove that you weren't that. This was the guy Sean Connery played in the movie. El Rasuli El.
Like I said, look at this, man. So the the Venetian oligarchy who were the fake whack Venetians who backed uh, New World Western colonial papal bull versus real Christianity uh, doctrine and created the Western joint and then used that as the means to take over and acquire all of the land of the original people. And by using that land, they were able to consolidate their power base over the world and then used everything they could to hide everything. So what we so what we have to remember is that after a certain time in history, we our ancestors grew up over what was reconstruction. And everything that was reconstruction is what was being pumped in any areas that was under the jurisdiction of the state. So the history that we have is the history that was given to us through things like the Moors Indian School, the Mohawk schools that were actually where now um, Queen Elizabeth is being tried. She's actually, uh, there's a warrant for her arrest for what she did to the Mohawk children, her ancestor Elizabeth, and this one, because she raped and uh, kidnapped a whole bunch of children in the 70s, or the 80s, one of them. So she's already, or they're already knee deep in it, you know what I'm saying? And they're into hiding the whole thing. So what I'm saying is that if the Yakubian people the black ones, the, the tribes of Israel, got together, they could shut it all down. So what they do have done is split everything up and split everybody up as Moors against Hebrews and this and that. And we're all supposed to be different aspects of the tribes that were there to destroy the great beasts. You understand? And amongst us, a lot of us, when we're born, we're born with the conical heads. At one time, there were so many of us born with heads like that, especially over there, that they started to wear headgear to cover it. And thus the Fez becomes the basis or the locks become the way to hide or to protect it because it was a symbol of that. I remember when my baby was born, his head was like this. And then eventually it went back into shape. Over there, they, they're all about genetic modification as a tribal uh, lineage thing. So even if they have AIDS, if it's the tribal way that the elder has sex with the girl of 13, then she's going to have sex with the elder and get AIDS. And there's nothing that we do that. That's why I know I'm not African because I couldn't be involved with something like that. Oh, I just want to tell you guys that these heads are the same shapes of these, uh, oh my gosh, Karen Hughes talks about uh, the cone heads. These are the same people as the cone heads, y'all. And when, when they give us pictures of Yakub, his head isn't quite this shape, but he also has one of those big heads. And that's why he you know, was doing the uh, rogue science, creating people the way that he did. You know, they eat and and they'll eat like hyena uh, uh, feces and like they'll do things like that. Ugh. 
they'll eat the eyeballs of animals and you know what I'm saying? Even humans. So this is not to diss them. It's just to say that customarily they're from their father. They're from that side of the family. But us over here who have the three strands and have the, the EU melanin through the biosynthesis, we're a little different. You did? The Sean Connery movie was called uh, The Wind and the Lion. So when they talk about the Christian Moors and the Europeans that was coming over here and trying to marry into the families and do their thing to get the land, that's these people, your people. But they were your people from over there who had a certain way of doing business. And before they could deal with the indigenous people here, they had to deal with us as Moors. Under the empire. Because as you can see, he was considered the Sultan. George, his ancestor, was, uh, was considered the Sultan. If you guys can see this picture, he looks like a slightly lighter version of Idris Elba in the eyes. That's crazy. Talking oh, about King Palestine James and Rome. They were the Holy Roman Empire. So the British Empire that descended from Brito, the conqueror of Albion, who renamed the, the island Britain, in his honor was then the first line of kings who was descended from Jacob after the flood who began to set up dominion in that place because he had slain the great beast. It's all in the Bible. So therefore any territory that was a part of England was a part of that. So that means New York and all of that. That's why they hooked up with the Delaware Moors. Because that those were the ones that was descending and related to them. Eventually producing somebody we'll call George Washington and Jefferson and them, who was all basically Venetian-based, Venetian-influenced Frenchmen who were basically Spanish. Because the language of the Spanish court up until a certain, up until like the 1800s was French. All during the Moorish occupation and reconquista, the Spanish people spoke French and the French people spoke Spanish. Wow. Same way Greenland is green, Iceland is green, and uh, Greenland is full of ice. So the Jew Els were the house and the count Moors from the counties of Anjou who were connected to the line of Brito through James and Scotia. Scotia being an ancient Egyptian goddess who was basically related to the Scottish people and the ancient Scots who married. King James' father, this chick right here, was a direct descendant of, who was a direct descendant, allegedly, of Cleopatra, which means, again, we can trace and know exactly what Cleopatra looked like, and it looked like this chick right here. Oh, darn it, I can't <laughs> Who looked just like Emma Thompson or one of these chicks that's on TV today. So, again, when have we really left? This is why you keep seeing images of, of, of celebrities from the past and then can compare them to how they look now, because we're in the same time period they have no control over it anymore they are, that's why they got to stick to the dematria with the rituals and all of that look at what they did to black history month this year nobody remember anything about black history that's why classes and stuff like this is important because we've been doing this every month so when they talk to you about people coming from europe they talk about the white people who replaced the so-called black europeans who they then banished and all of that through their little hustle through all of the people who owed the Venetians money going all the way back to uh, the fall of Granada. And of that, when people like 
Alessandro Medici wanted to get right and get people back their money and all that, they, they outed him. Same way they did um, um, John F. Kennedy. Same way they did King. See what I'm saying? Because we're dealing with the same people because we're in the same time period. We've never left. <laughs> we never left. We're in the ancient world now. We in the future world now because their time system is structured on a lie. It's structured on something that existed after a time that our empire fell. So how could we base what we know we are on their time stream? We can't. So when we go and we claim to be Moors or Moorish Americans, it's more than just doing paperwork. It's more than just doing that. Once we truly establish that name and put it on the record properly, and then start to execute and do certain things properly, now we're in a better position to utilize what we need to do. One of Shakespeare's writers was a lady named Amelia Bassano. Is the lady who wrote all of the Shakespeare plays because she was black, they would not publish her work. She died in poverty because she never received a dime for her work. Shakespeare was illiterate and couldn't barely write his own name. Right? See what I'm saying? So when you look up who Bassano was related to, she related to the royal family of both Portugal and Spain and all of that because it was the same people. These people were not building them buildings, man. At no time in history, someone, they are still, look up, look up people who walk on four legs today. This Caucasian people in the Caucasus Mountains walking just like this every day today. When white people, when they say white people get circumcision, that's them cutting their tails off still. Because we haven't changed. Their genetic has not changed, but ours has. So they have to create these mental projects through Project Janice, Project Phoenix, MK Ultra, all of this crap, hip hop, Takashi, all of this to get rid of us, what we're doing right now. Look, um, we're going to end off with this. Anybody know this is? I know this is. Well, the paper, when I say it's not just the paperwork, I mean it's more about understanding your position in the paperwork. You can't relinquish jurisdiction if they never had jurisdiction. Therefore, when you go to do certain things jurisdictionally, you have to understand what position you're taking. That's why doing a name correction through a court or something like that is, is proper through a certain proclamation and then and then establishing that all the way up where all of your identity is consolidated in that then establishing a foreign trust to be able to do business through that that allows you greater influence and access to the imperial side of your birthright which is a lawyer which is not only financial but it's also spiritual because you are part of the covenant and once you accept heal or bay at the end of your name you're saying that you remember that you were part of this ancient 
maritime empire that descended from those who were given dominion after the great cataclysms to run everything. That's why every Moorish city and every city that we ruled had a great canal that we used to get all over the world. And wherever we was at after a time when we stopped doing what we were supposed to do, shutting these giants down, niggas started having babies with them again. Niggas started creating harems again. Niggas started creating other races to do all the work again. And then eventually now we were the giants that now had to be deposed. And ain't that what they did? Isn't that how they took control of your empire? And then they just moved right in and then took control of everything, right? And then flipped the history, hid the books, hid the access, and then created schools to kill us all, just like they got the death squads in Brazil, they got the slave markets in Libya, they got the uh, slave markets in um, uh, low-key uh, 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 Trafalgar Square. The Muslims go out there and sell their women. Like this was going on, fam. The same way you got the AKAs and the Freemason people over here selling their sisters to Freemasonic favors to get Grammys and all this. So does anybody know who this guy is? It's going to be the last one. Exactly. Is that the show? We are nationals and not citizens. So there's a way to declare your nationality and everything based upon how you set up the proclamation. So people don't want to do that. Hit me up at houseofelhotnut.com because everybody's situation is different. And once the hammer comes down with these consular courts and the rest of these things, it's going to be those of us that actually have our joint properly documented. That's not going to have to worry about none of that. I, I'm, next week, I'll show the letter that the sister sent me from the um, Social Security office specifically stating that they're not taking none of those consular court documents or none of that. So back to the question. Nobody knows who this is. It's okay if you don't. And then afterwards, once it's all done and you got your stuff and everything is cool, then uh, I'll give you an application to the temple so that Julian, Julian Talano had a son named Razael. And Razael wound up being a great ophthalmologist in old Europa amongst the Moorish courts and houses and all that. And eventually he treated the queen, the, the, the mother or the wife of the Duke of Bavaria or whatever, her name was Schnuckelbuber. And they hooked up and on the low and she had two babies for him. And them babies, like as you see with him, look Indonesian. One looked more Indonesian, the other one looked like kind of like lighter skin and so the schnickel ruger the duke he wasn't feeling him so because he knew what the deal was so he did whatever he could basically to torment the kid to the point where the mama sent him to go live with the pops Yes, it's the same dynasty. Yes, it's these people. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Those was Muslims. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fighting the British, you see? And look at Braveheart. The Braveheart people was giants. The British was smaller than them, remember? Remember? Yes. And the, the flag for the McLeod 
is a red dragon. The flag for Tartary is a yellow field with a black dragon. So when you hear them talk about the black dragon society, they're talking about the old Tartarian society that's really running Russia and England through the line of the guy I just showed you. And I just showed you that he's a Moor. And he was from the ancient line, again, of the giants, which is the line we're from because they married into our great, great, great grandmothers. That's why they like you to go through the mitochondria line, you see, because that's the line that has the ancient admixture of the giant giantism, whether it be giantism in size, giantism in intellect, giantism in athletic ability. You understand? This is what glass was about. The coming out of this true Superman. And so what they've been doing since we've been asleep is trying to create a new one. They can't do it. And while they've been doing it, they've gone and extinct. So now they got to create a version of them in us through the amalgamation by pushing the white black woman with the white man. That's why that's all you see on TV. Any movie where some sort of uh, uh, emotional thing where they gotta work together to move up and do this and that, they're gonna go, it's the white black woman with the white man. Look at the move, look at the Netflix shows, see if I'm lying. The black woman is always in the league in, in, in the romantic thing with the, with the thing. But then in society, they painted that the black man is doing, because he is. But the problem is they're both being used to create a space for these people to exist in the next 10 to 20 years. The same way we created them and created the races or whatever was the same way the giants created everybody else. All of the centaurs and the this and the that, all of that was abomination. All of that. So the Chinese want to get the head start in the grafting because they know they next. So they done going into Africa and now they exploiting all of the black women. But guess what? They've been doing that. Because the African men are all Western Freemasons. See what I'm saying? Animanists, Satanists. Which is why they want you to get into that instead of getting into this. So this is why they need you to get caught up in Africa. This is why they need you to hate Moors. This is why they want you to be an Indian. Because the term Indian didn't even exist. It didn't exist. There was no Columbus coming to India thinking he was in India because that place was called Hindustan and that was a part of the Mauryan dynasty. And if they was going to rock with that, they first had to get permission from the Khan. And that's when the Khan said, no, y'all not going to come over here and just shut it all down. I'm going to come over here. Which is why we are Americans, because we're of the Asiatic race. A distinctive race that has a glorious past in ruling, conquering, educating, establishing dominion, bringing order, unifying with the ancient world, 
That's what we do. That's why they hate Moors. That's why they wanted to say Moors involved in slavery and this and that. But these same people got police in their family. These same people work for the damn government as informants. These same people is out here feeding pork to their own people every day. That's how sick these Negroes are. So what you got to do is allow them to be sick and give them the medicine by being successful in reclaiming your piece of the empire by going into your DNA getting all of that out and establishing a dominion trust king a dominion uh or empire through your own private estate and then bonding that estate with other Moorish estates and then each estate gives donations in the name of Allah to the other estate so I write you a trustee check you write me a trustee check because we're doing trust to trust banking because we're giving giving each other's gifts based on the eternal account that is lifted and lasted with all of the gold from and technology and land and cities and all the stuff we don't know that comes from the time of the last great upheaval, the last great plasma disturbance. So when you see them worshiping the sun, they're not worshiping the sun. They're worshiping the plasma, the dark plasma synthesis that I talked about in 2000. They're worshiping the dark matter that passes through the great plane through what they call dark panspermia. This is what they studying at the Melanin Conference every year that they're not letting no black people into. So this is what's up. This is what it is. This guy right here, this wealthy black man that they being ambiguous about, this is a portrait of uh, Charles V with the mandible, what they call the mandible Habsburg jaw. So they try to draw white people with a big jaw like this. No, this is what he really looked like. This was him. And as you can see, he was a Moor. Because they were all Moorish royalty that wanted to get right back with the empire, back with our law and the, the, the Anglican, Venetian, devil worshipping, dirty Moors who set up all the Freemason orders and put all these dirty people in power was the ones working against that. And they're doing it to this day because they don't want us to understand how to control the giants when they unleash them, <laughs> when they bring them back to us and try to say that they aliens. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. This is why they're coming out with Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Like, I'm on it. Like, this is what it is, fam. They prepping you. They getting you ready. That's why they showed you Avengers. Look how big Thanos and the Hulk is to Iron Man. This this is, they they giving you the post-hypnotic suggestion. They getting you ready. And the people who's supposed to be the most ready is the Moors because we descend from the original giant killers. We descend from the ones that turn they, they bodies into stone and then mine them for minerals and then use them with magical principles. So they want us to believe that Jasper and rubies and all of that was made by light and this. No, that's calcified blood matter. That's what that is. They want us to believe these mountains is no. These is actual calcified and bio humanoid type of beings that existed that you guys is using that. So that oil that we think is oil, that's what you call it, coagulated blood. Look at coagulated blood and look at oil. Tell me I'm lying. They got us twisted, B. They got us on some whole other thinking that the fairy tale is the is the is the fake and this is like reality. It's not. It's not. 
the spots that you in is is at least 500 to 600 years older because they added 580 years, excuse me, a thousand years to the calendar when they created the, the past and the future in 1581 and then remade everything in 1776 and then remade everything in 1811 and 1812 and remade everything between that time and the Civil War and remade everything during Reconstruction. All of that happened at the same time. And our people was free in everything really up until the 1900s. So how could you be a slave from the 1600s if they didn't move slavery westwards until 1858? They didn't do the Louisiana Purchase until the 1830s. And that was a direct result of Napoleon losing the war against Haiti, which freed all of South America. Because Haiti was a part of the empire, part of the United States at the time. So that's why they don't want you to be a more because you are the one who carries the ancient moniker and the name of, of the original high priests who was signified by the owl and many other images who were both barbarian and Tartarian who themselves were the ancient descendants of the, the pre-antediluvian world who were made kings and rulers by Allah itself and have been hated ever since. So we are the truest Christians because we understand Isa and know that the reason why they hang him was because that's what they do to the Christ, which is why they hung all of us. You understand? So between them, there's the house of Gulef and the house and the house uh, Ibeline. You can watch the movie Kingdom of Heaven and get into that. And um, they made us forget. And so the head bishop, cardinal of the College of Cardinals is called the Moor, M-A-U-R, because they're following again the old Carthaginian, Phoenician, Holy Roman, ancient United Kingdom rules, which they brought over here. See, he got on the fez and then here go the Muftis acting like they're Christians, but he really made the deal with the devil on the low. I believe it's 1438 or 1453. I'd have to do the calculations on that, on that one and the Asiatic calendar. So again, the culprits were the Venetians, who we call the Illuminati, who used the Khazarian Jews, upgraded they, they selves, and put them in perpetual uh, servitude to serve them. And they are the black boule uh, people and all of that that run everything today and keep us enslaved through false imagery and promoting the ideal that white is better. Because that was a direct affront to how the old Yakubian Moors of the, the 12 tribes that ran Europa saw white people. They treated them like, like crap at the bottom, like peons because they, the Moors, are descendants of Europa, and Europa was the daughter of Phoenicia. So again, we're talking about Moors. So on your right is a picture of Henry VIII, one of the rare pictures of him as he was, allegedly. See his head? See how he got the elongated head? And look at your man, look at your man. Look at your man. 
So when you see the image of the adoration of the Christ and the three kings is bringing Christ the pineal organs, the ancient batteries, this is what he's given them. The frankincense and the myrrh are the activations for the battery, which is why it illuminates the light that they depicted in the pictures. You understand? It's not magic, it's science. It's all more is science. They got us at odds, but we are the Hebrews, the Egyptians. We all of it and none of it at the same time, because in the end, we know it all comes from us. There's a character in the Hulk called the leader, and they patterned him after Henry VIII. There was a comic book where he tried to have like eight wives and stuff. Flip it. All other pictures, you see him looking white, but this is Henry VIII for legend. Here go them with the ancient battery. And so when everything was passed over, they passed on the battery to whoever was taken taken over. And that's how they did it. So uh that's uh kinda it. So Garvey, like I said, all being good, he was great. But essentially, he was trying to, he was being funded also by the American colonization with them black masons that was trying to move over and take over Liberia, which is why it's so Masonic being messed up now, whatever. That was all part of that. And uh, what's his name? Hoover and, and A. Philip Randolph and a lot of those guys was down with all that. And the Moors was the opposite. They was about fortifying and building the communities and rebuilding everything after the Great Destruction. So those white boys that had descended from the Civil War and had won the land and killed enough Moors and giants, they was able to now live on the land and have white black people serve them in certain places. And then eventually they basically started seeding land, marrying with them, having babies, and eventually everything. European law became the law of the land. So they had to get rid of all of the Moors that spoke Latin, Hebrew, everything else that was against it, fighting back. So these Aboriginal autochthon people that's talking about they descended from the Cherokees that was there at the fall and all of that, the ones that wasn't fighting, the ones that Andrew Jackson, if they they are dis claiming descendancy really from those white Indians that Andrew Jackson brought in when he said that he was going to acknowledge them as Indians, and they are the descendants of the invading Mongol hordes that came with the Golden Horde of Genghis, who were given land as prisoners of war and escapees or refugees in the Amazon forests and those places like that, as well as those so-called plain Indians that started to work with the white men against us. When they talk about the Indians that was enslaved, was enslaved people, that's because Indian don't mean Indian. Indian meat is a Portuguese Latin word, which means los indios, los indios, lost from God. So when these dudes are saying I'm an Indian this and I'm an Aboriginal this without claiming a real clan or nation, and if they're claiming descendancy from these tribes that made these treaties that the white man violated, they're claiming descendancy from people that's not even a direct ancestor. They're claiming it from the invaders, and they are saying that they are absent of God. That's where Indian comes from. It's Los Indios. Indian. So when you say the Indian, you're saying the godless. And you wonder why they slaughter them and they give it them no respect and do nothing. 
because they know they're not the original people. They came over as slaves, really, of Genghis to fight for him against the dirty Spaniards and stuff that was benefiting from the fall, who were all being bankrolled by, again, the Venetian fake oligarchy under Cantolini, Loyola, Mazzini, who started the mafia, Musanios, who started the um, the Opus Dei and all of those fake Freemasonry clubs, and was the great-great-grandfather or ancestor or somehow related to Crowley. Then there was Sortsy, who got Henry VIII all caught up in the sex magic and trying to have sex with all the wives and help mess up the empire from there. And they was all practicing Sartre, uh English cult situations because they was all English dudes following a Venetian who were really following ancient pagan, uh, <laughs> dirty Moorish magic. And then from there we get John Dunn, uh, uh, Francis Bacon, John D., the Herbert family, who was descended from the Bush family. And the Sarfe method was to start religious wars to keep humanity locked down on under the under the dome and for them to figure a way out. So according to Hillary Clinton, they done shot up at least 15, they got 18 million holes in the dome, but it hasn't cracked yet, but they almost did. She calls it the glass ceiling. Look it up on the internet. But what they don't know, if they crack that thing, all of the boundaries and the waters of heaven is coming down and it's over for everybody but maybe that's what they got to do so to do that they got to take the genetics of the original woman turn her into a a beast of burden to incarnate a whole race of new mestizo mulattoes that will take their place and keep the war against our law going it's that simple and the freemason the freemasonry is the tie that binds it all together that's what gets the whole planet seduced and all of that. So all of these sacrifices, all stuff going on. See right here, you got them setting up the jet, the jet pillar. So when you see them, the Egyptian people, Egyptologists, fake dudes, and they tell you that when you see this on top of his head, that was the double crown to represent the double Egypt. It's not. It's not. What it is, is a tuning fork that allows him to tap into the battery. See? The tune and fork that taps into the circular battery that goes down the three shaft into the actual column, right? That is grounded into the mortar which powers the building. And who, who's setting it up? Giants. For who? Us. <laughs> Why? Because Allah told them to. And we made it happen. So if you could prove, so if somebody could say it's something different, let them do that. But in the end, when you start seeing the Tataria and they start talking about that, just know that's going back to when the planet was Asia. And these white folks want to act like they built these buildings and all that. But the significance of the architecture is that it's the same everywhere. But the people who did it are reminiscent of this, these clans that they was a part of. And some of them may have been grafted in through the wild Caucasians. But in the end, they were grafted themselves. So these races are now trying to graft themselves back into us before the actual end come. And everybody find out who the real Illuminati is and all of that. That's it. So, again, ain't no aliens built the pyramids. The alien was you. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing new. All of these buildings been here. 
We've been doing all of this. It's not true. I showed you the Giants blown up in the in the aquifer in the back of the house, and I showed you the Giants sitting down looking at them. So now you can go back in your Bible, and now when you read Genesis and you read that, read it from the perspective of a scientist and and focus on what they talk about with the ark, how it worked, how it's set up, all of that. Because all of that was the technology that was left for you to harness it. Because that is what was saved from James, who united the kingdom of Yaqub and the sons of Yaqub, which were their white creations, right? Basically married in as the slave of Esau and then forsook and took his birthright. Told people he was a homosexual that had sex with his mother and all this other stuff. But he was also okay to a degree to coming over here and taking the land from the devil wear moors. See what I'm saying? At certain times too. So he guilty of the same thing. But that's how the European moors was. That's what made us very different as Muslims, as Moroccans, because we were really the inheritors of the ancient Tulan and Bath and the Fomorians and the Phoenicians and the Phygrians and the Parthenians and the Thracians and these ancient Ands who became Khans and who ruled the world when it was Asia and were distinctly different genetically from the so-called African. And still are. Next time you out and you just read Africa and you see African, next time see how many Africans you see with beards. Think about that. I don't mean African-Americans, I mean Africans born with it. This is a model of the Colossus. You can type this up and see the actual joint. I was trying to find the original picture. This is an actual mountain, uh, a giant that was calcified and eventually they built the monastery or whatever in his back. This is real, a real place. This, they say, was a dragon's nest. That's why people went to Game of Thrones and all that. But that's all in your history. That's all in your oral history. That's all in your Moroccan history. When it talks about the Moors who subdued the giants in the uh, at the Atlas, how the Moor uh, during the, the Garamant, who were the, the Moors that fought with Hannibal against Rome, how they had the giant mammoth elephants, the mastodons that we brought over here with the camels that was already here. So. So yeah, Moors, that's that's you know part of it. Next week I'll show you the other stuff and all that. But uh, yeah, man, this is what's really going down. They they trying to co-opt this, and there's some people that's doing it free of any type of um, racial indignation. But if they talking about this whole subject and they leaving out the Moors and the Barbaries and the, the ancient Asiatics and the ancient 12 tribe connection to the ancient Egypt, which was Misraim over here, which was ancient Canaan and all of that over here. And they're not talking about how that all related and how that all got reconsolidated through our nationality. Now you'll never find a treaty of any Indian tribe doing any international business with any other international conglomerate. The only way they could do that was through us. And that's why they don't like us because they actually are descended from the people, from the fake Indians or claiming descent from fake Indians that signed them whack treaties with those mm -hmm. people and eventually agreed to be moved and redesignated as Negroes. We descend from the walls, those Moors that had the treaties that they had to make with us because we was enslaving and trying to put things back together so hard that they timed certain battles with the great upheavals like the New Madrid 
earthquake, which you need to research because that is evidence of the last that we are still in the time of the deluge, the last flood. And they took you out of that time visually to make you think that we exist in a scientific world when I just showed a proof to you that these people, Cantalini and Newton and the rest of these people were basically foreign agents who acted as Moors and look because they look like Moors, but were part of the Christian Moorish thing and started to set up these fake accounts under these names the same way these guys is doing today. You understand? They concealing this. No human being that we know built this. For all we know, this is one of the calcified giants that they made stand still and basically just gets calcified on top of the pedestal that they established. These people did not do it. Uh, what I'm going to talk about tonight is um, the dark and very, very, very dark history of the uh, system that we live in. We live in a system, and there are, there are people who are very uh, powerful in this world who actually have think tanks that get together regularly on a regular basis, and they uh, basically manufacture this society that we live in. It's a system, and this, what we live in, with all the stuff that you see, wars, famines, corruption, that's basically the end result of these think tanks that get together and, and produce this society that we live in. Alright, so um, we look around us and we know, we know that there's something wrong. Because your neighbour next door is a nice person, your family are, are nice, people you work with are nice. People want to have a nice society where we can live in peace and just live and be free of wars. So you think, well, where's it coming from? Where is this constant uh, tribulation that we have to go through? Now think 500 years back. If you think 500, if you think it, we haven't got it. Uh, so bad well, these days um, 500 years ago the Catholic Church this is a depiction of some of the, uh, the chambers of torture in the Inquisition now you guys could easily be classed heretics and you could have been led to the Inquisition uh, so you just think back to those days the Inquisition and and the uh, Crusades and all the, uh, the Dark Ages and how much our brothers suffered, mankind suffered. And we see now that um, we know things are, are really gone pear-shaped. What's the origin of it? Well, I'm going to expose it. Expose it with a little bit of history. Um, <clears throat> the Catholic Church, the Roman cult, has been very, very, very busy in the last couple of thousand years. Starting with the, uh, the Julian dynasty, then the Flavian dynasty, then the Ant Ant Antons, the Ant Antonies, um, we, we had the empire. Rome was a republic, became an empire. Just like that, overnight, they killed Julius Caesar, bang, Augustus. It's an empire. This empire... <clears throat> 
is our enemy, as you will see, because it, it has morphed as it's gone through the ages uh, with the backing of the Roman cult and a very, very dark priesthood who, through their sorcery and evil and their papal bulls, they seal those papal bulls, they put a spell on them, they put them in their vaults, and what is in, written on those papal bulls goes. Why? Well, because they're sorcerers. And because when you make a claim of right, which in law means, hey, uh, these, these are mine. I'm, I'm claiming them. Well, it's, I've got the highest claim of right because it, they're in my hands. I brought them here. The evidence is there. So they're mine. What the Catholic Church did in 1302, very, 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 very powerful date in history. Pope Boniface VIII, very similar to my name, by the way. My name is Bonacci, and that is, Bon means good. Now get this, right? Face means to do in Latin. Do gooder. This guy was a contemporary of Dante Alighieri. Dante Alighieri, who wrote Paradise, uh, the, um, the, the um, someone help me, uh, the Divine Comedy. He condemned this guy to the bottommost parts of hell for how wicked Pope Boniface is, and you're going to see. This. There's his tombstone. You see the crown? It's a double crown. Put that on because King Philip in France had a crown. And King Prince Philip was a nasty, nasty guy. He's the one who in 1307, get these dates, they destroyed the Knights Templar. They had to because they were rivals. And they were doing things the right way, the original Knights Templar. That's when Philip and Clement, the Pope, after, after uh, Boniface, uh, this is, they had Jacques de Molay in prison for seven years. They smashed every bone in his body. They blinded him with hot irons, roasted his testicles in oil. They did everything to that man with their little devices. This is, these, this is the sort of devices that the Roman cult has used for a long, long time. And they're still using them in a, in a spiritual sense in the courts. And I'm going to show you this. The courts are run by these people. Everything that happens in court is ecclesiastical. Everything. I know a few, a few of you know this, so it's not a surprise, but some of you may not. But this is... A, this, what I'm teaching tonight, I only got an inkling of three, three years ago. But um, the stuff from these websites, you might want to put these down. These, these are all linked to my website, universaltruthschool.com. So if you've got a pen, you might want to write this down. I'm leaving this up for a bit. But um, most of the information that I'm, I'm telling you, you can source here. And it's uh, Frank O'Collins in Sydney. Uh, runs these, 
and he's going to, um, well, he's basically the, the information comes from here, so you can source that here. Now, back to Boniface, our little friend. So, he put that second crown on his head to up, do one up on Prince Philip. Uh, so they got together, the Vatican and Prince Philip, and they destroyed the Knights Templar. But here, what happened in this year was this guy, um, Pope Boniface VIII, in 1302 created the first express trust in history. What's a trust? Well, the Crusaders were going off to Jerusalem, leaving their, their homes, their palaces and their riches behind. So they developed an idea that they, they would say to their most trusted friend, you, I want to hand over my estate to you in trust and I'm off to Jerusalem, I'm fighting for Christ. That's what the Crusades are all about, isn't it? <clears throat> That's another story. <clears throat> anyway, so when I come back, you're my best friend. You're the best person to, to give my property to in trust. So he becomes the trustee, the owner of the property. What would happen was some of these knights would come back and the guy that they, their best friend that they left these treasures with got used to the treasures and decided that they would keep them. And guess what? The courts would not support the, uh, the knights because the trustee had the right to keep the property. That's how the trust started. It worked, they worked for most people, but for some of them, they didn't get their property back. What happened was this guy and the Catholic Church always desiring to control, control, control with their inquisitions, decided that they would create the first express trust in history. All right, that trust is called Unum Sanctum. What does the papal bull say that they created to stick in their vault and put their spell on that has cursed us so much, this Unum Sanctum? It says that all the world and all the souls in it are ours. Remember the right of claim? This is mine. Well, they, a claim of right. They made a claim of right. They rocked up, sitting on top of the world, look around, seeing all these people sleeping, got all these gold in their vaults and all this power, and they said, we own the world. And so they do, because no one has challenged that. No one has challenged Unum Sanctum, this papal bull. It's in the vaults. And it's a curse on mankind, and I'll show you how. This was the first express trust in history. So they have claimed the whole world and all the souls therein. And you will see, by virtue of your birth certificate, that that is the title of your soul that they own in their registries. They have registered you. And that is the title to your soul. So what you're going to learn in the second half of this uh, presentation with Serena is how to collapse those trusts because it's the only way to get out of the system and claim your dominion.
as children of God of the universe and not as their slaves, as people lost at sea, incompetent, because that's how they consider you when, they, when you walk into court, an incompetent, dead, with no soul, because they own it. And those black judges who are priests of Baal, they, actually, they are ecclesiastical. And I'll show you that after we go through a little bit more history. This is painful history, um, because if anyone of you have done their history and, and read a lot, uh, you know, like through the Dark Ages, you'll know how much humanity suffered. Do you remember the Huguenots in France, the Lollards in Scotland, the Collegents, the Sicinians, the Anabaptists, <laughs> the Waldenses? They started around this time and everything. These guys started the Inquisition at that time because people were waking up back then. But they killed that. Then 300 years later, 200 years later, the Renaissance, that came back through the hermetic wisdom that they were drawing from, from uh, Egypt via Plate, uh, Hermes, the Hermetica, which created all the geniuses that have ever existed because every genius has read the Hermetica because that's where the Bible draws all of its inspiration from. Michelangelo, they were weaned on the Hermetica. What happened? Well, we're going to go through a bit of history to show how, how they, they came down on that awakening too. That renaissance was squashed. This one ain't going to get squashed. This one, people are waking up. We shouldn't be angry about the evil that they represent. It's the fact that they are insane. They're insane. The elite families who control the Vatican and who, who are behind this corporation, and it's the corporation of the Apostle Peter, because Constantine, we can go earlier than this, we can go to 325, Constantine the Great, supposedly... Hundreds of years later, they found Constantine's donation. And that donation was written to his Pope Sylvester, to his... Uh, Constantine was, of course, the emperor. The Pope was Sylvester. And apparently, Constantine uh, says to Sylvester in this uh, document, St. Peter is the apostle of Jesus that Jesus gave the kingdom of this earth to. Therefore, we're going to uh, claim taxes based on that, on the donation of Constantine. We're paying taxes because of that fictional document, guys. All taxes to Rome and the, the elite families, the insane Khazarian and Venetian black nobility families, just like the Saxe-Coburg Gothers, Gothers that, uh, the Windsor family, false name. These are the black nobility family. Bankers, bullion brokers. There's a book called... Um, Babylon's bankers. There's a chapter in there called Monotheism, Military, Money, and Monotheism. Military, Money, Monarchies. He has exposed that this gathering, this cabal, they can't work separate from each other. A lot of people, when they see this, this pyramid of control, and they put the Queen on the top, and the Zionists and the Freemasons don't understand that the Vatican and the Jesuits and the superior general of the, the Jesuits actually sit on top, behind the scenes, but they work together. Then they have, that's the crown and the, then they have, that's the crown and the, the, the elite insane families of the world who think they have better blood 
than the rest. And they have their think tanks. Then they have their financial control system, world resource control, world population control, and there's a little sheep down the bottom called debt slaves. We're all debted, indebted. And we all bleed financially because they're taxing your wage. You go to work and you get taxed. Half of it goes to the government. We'll get into that a bit later. Okay, in uh, 1455, we have a testamentary trust created. The first testamentary crust, a trust in history. That was Nicholas V, Pope Nicholas V, 1455. This was, bear in mind at the time, it's only like 20 or 30 years before Christopher Columbus sailed off to discover the Americas, right? This trust, this testamentary trust, which conveyed all of this property that the Vatican claimed, the whole world, they, they conveyed it into this trust. It's the trust that claims all your real estate. You know those titles you have? You don't own it. You own nothing. You do not own a thing. Well, you can't anyway. They're molecules. They belong to the universe, <laughs> for a start. But the Vatican knows this. They know you can't own things. You can have right of use. That's all that that title means. You will never own it. Never in this system. In this system, I mean, which is about to end. This one is called Romanus Pontifex. Romanus Pontifex. This one is crown. This is where the crown originated. Remember that double crown? That's going to morph into a triple crown because there are three trusts. This is the first one. There's two more to come. See that triple crown? That's called the tiara, the papal tiara, or the trirenium, the three kingdoms. What are those three kingdoms? Well, this is one of them. The body of Kara Yasata, which is Christ, amen. Amen, meaning Moorish American national. The estate is in all caps, is the all caps name. Adding the ill to the estate unifies both halves of the government. The free national constitution through the birth record certificate and the divine national constitution through the SSN and the zodiac constitution under a unified mind and body of the Ka, Ba, and the Ra. As executor, you don't have to go and undo past wrongs. You just basically say that what it is and then you got to do it. So the temple is earth, right? All right. That's you as a Moor, an emissary, a sheik, a consul, an envoy, a Moorish American national. That's earth. That, that great seal pyramid that you see on the dollar or any physical seal that you create. That's you now dealing, when you deal on earth, when you're dealing within the temple, that's the function of it. When you're dealing with the estate, that's the executive of the office, the occupant, his or her eminence, as it is in heaven. That great seal has no earthly seal. 
that great seal is your thumbprint because that's the God and the spirit. That's the image of God and spirit. Your thumbprint is evidence that you were created by God. Therefore, what you do in the estate is different than what you do for the for the trust, which is the temple. So Nobu Ali, why he is the the man amongst men is because he was the only one out of all of your black leaders. Exactly. Hence your fingerprints look like spiral galaxies. He was the only one in our history, in this country at least, in our modern history in this country, to create an estate for you and a trust for you. That once you assess and reestablish and redeem your personal estate, your all capital name, Right, you then have an earthly estate that you can be involved with too. The operating in the executive office entails that all acts or actions of the executive are done to expand or increase the estate and better our fellow man and woman, i.e., uplift fallen humanity, as commanded by the Prophet Noble Jawali, first executor of the first estate. Yahoshua and uh, the first executive Yahushua. of the first estate who is Yahoshua. That's why the prophet said, don't throw away your Bibles, Moors. I'm going to have you have need for them later. What the really act of happened? high treason and conspiracy to conceal... So he's answering the question of what really happened to us, the Moors of the United States. This is what happened. An act of treason. I'm going to turn the music off so you could get your mind straight on this. 18 for 20 sections consistent, uh, constituting the 13th Amendment to the Free National Constitution of the United States, the Articles of Confederation. As stated, the 13th Amendment is the law which calls for the emancipation of the slaves, the whites, a general post registration, you see, meaning that you register your estate through general post. When you fill up your stuff with general post, you are establishing, you are reestablishing and redeeming your estate because you are taking the postal jurisdiction from a magisterial jurisdiction to a majesty jurisdiction or excuse me, to an estate jurisdiction. Everybody understand? So. The trust is evidence. So, Moore Science Temple of America is a vast estate trust. The grantor of that trust is the Prophet Noble Juali. Right? That's the grantor of the trust. The The beneficiary of the trust is you and me, right? Now, that is Moore Science Temple of America as the trust. For Moore Science Temple, for Moore Science Temple now, the individual, you, you also have an estate that has not been claimed. That estate is your name in all capital letters. that unredeemed, right, 
is a corporation. But redeemed becomes an estate that you have dominion over or full dominion over based upon the fact that you, the estate was created for you. Understand? So, when the devil comes out and says, oh, you know what I'm saying? He start calling you out of your name and all of that. He's doing that because he don't want you to catch on to the fact that your estate is what it is. And that your estate is functioning without you. What's happening basically is that the devil is acting as the trustor of your estate and he has made you the trustee. Break it down. So what that means is that the trustee is the one with all the liability. Dick. So. so you don't want to be the trustor. You don't want to be the trustor. Yahushua is Jesus Christ. Or the person they call Jesus Christ. See the bottom line. As we really bring it down. Is the fact that. The entire. Structure. Of the world. And the original inhabitants of the world are the only ones that are really considered as human. Everybody else is an abstraction. Everybody else is a creation of one of the original branches. Therefore, they are not functioning on along the same lines of humanity as you are. Believe it or not. So what that constitutes then is the ability for you and I to establish ourselves in the right way. Mine took it off. Wow. These things take the bite. The bite's in the front. Yes, once the executor steps into the office, everybody else has been committing fraud. So you see here on your picture, you see the moors right here bagging up the Caucasians in the Midwest, putting ropes around them and leading them away. See the turbans? See that, right? Then you see how the moors standing right here on the land. Everything that this moor got on, he done got off the land. There's nothing that he's wearing that hasn't come from something that was natural. Therefore, these are the original people. This is not a sign of destituteness or primitiveness. This is a sign of autonomous. When you could be so free on your land that you could just be totally naked. That's the in, that's the this is the executor. You see? This is you. The exec this is you as the executor. So as the executor, you don't have to show and prove anything to nobody. Yes, the executors in the, in the court are acting as executors or as executors de santort. That's right, which is a fraud. That's why when you establish your executive letter, you got to do it in the proper way so they don't try to flip that on you. 
but there's a definite way to do so. Like I said, it's just it takes a certain degree of patience and understanding. So you gotta understand, our people come from from this. White Slavery and Barbary States. There's a great book to get by Charles Sumner. Um, another book they did, The Tragedies of the White Slaves. This is what we this is how we was rolling with these things. We was we was going hard. Now, the only way that the see the white slaves? Emancipated slave children. Remember I told you that the emancipation was about freeing these people, not you. Because you were not enslaved at the time. You as a free more, conscious more of your nationality, were not enslaved at the time of that. At the time of that. Right? So, essentially, what this means is that as the executor of the estate, as executors of our own estates, our own individual estates, we have to establish them, and once they're established, then we can create a confederation, you understand, that of estates that can fully come up with uh, divine legislation, if you will, that would allow us to do the things we really need to do. But first, everybody got to become an estate first. You understand? This is the... There's another book you should get, Seneca Possessed, Indians, Witchcraft, and the Power in the Early American Republic. See all the Moors, right? When we went dormant, we became Negroes. You see how she, how these little Moors only are growing up to the knee or halfway? Smaller to allow these people to step up. It's a great book to get. Because the Seneca are related to the Senegalese, the Seneca or the Senegalese through the Malian excursion over here back in the day. Get this book too. Wild Frenchmen and Frenchified Indians. The Material Culture of Race in the Colonial Louisiana. Also get this thing too. The Civil War of 1812. American citizens, British subjects, Irish rebels, Indian allies. Very great book. See us here again bagging up the Europeans. Excuse me, the, the Caucasoid slaves. Moving them. Always moving them to the east. To the eastern seaboard because anytime they were captured they had to send them back to the colony so like I said when it comes to establishing the estate the estate 
always dwells in the realm of God and does not dwell in the realm of man. Therefore, one cannot use that instance, use the estate to settle anything with commerce. The estate is just there to execute what has to be done. So everything that you write as the executor should come through an executor letter. He's acting. This is the sanguia side. This is where all of the men have to put their face into when they do the circumambulation around Mecca. This represents the black woman's womb or vagina. Oh, wow. This is the meteorite that they all kiss, the black stone that they all kiss when they when they go around. This is the Vesica Pisces, which is it which is the Christian version of this. Right? Yeah, white gold is good too. Right? This is the egress of the three ways of light of the energy that comes out of the vagina. The invoking energy spraying out or coming out, right? The triband is energy both coming in. So that is when the man is inside the woman and she's also stimulating herself. Then the evoking is the coming out of the essence, right? Therefore, everything in physical life is a mirrored representation of the lingam and the yoni. Everything that we are seeing is an aspect of one or the other. Okay? talked about um, we talked about the riff we talked about the riff and how the riff was basically just running and rocking with everything and um, the so called Somali pirates and all of that they always been around These are the riff. So when you see this garb, you see all of these moors dressed in all white. When you look at the KKK and then you see them wearing the same thing. Because the KKK is essentially emulating the riff, the, the mighty riff sheiks in that context. In that context. By basically by turning all of the, the Negroes into slaves on land. This was the money from the state bank of the rift. Because you know the Moors, we always got our bread. So when people try to act like pirates 
with just lawless people burying their treasure. I'm showing you that these pirates, these Moorish pirates had banks and had gold and silver behind their money. Yeah, there's a movie called Captain Something with him with the Somali pirates, uh, Tom Hanks. If you notice, he always do movies about Admiralty. Like he did Castaway, and then he did, um, he always do movies where he, uh, Cloud Atlas, where he's like on a boat doing some crazy shit like that. Exactly, Forrest Gump, exactly, with the boat and all of that, right? This is from something else, where it says, um, there's still another way in which men of black hair or complexions have come to England, as the thralls of Norse invaders. In his translation, Aureus's King Alfred, right, inserts the account which named, which others, the Norse mariner gave him the tribute in which skins and eaterton and whalebone and ropes were made from whale and seal skin, which the northern Finns now called laps paid to the Northmen. Their descendants, there's that word again, their descendants are amongst the darkest people of Europe. They just told you the laps, the Finns, the Normans. And as they were thralls, some of them may have accompanied their lords. The Danes and the Norse, having the general race characteristics of tall, fair men, must have been sharply distinguished from the appearance of from the Vikings, such as those of Jomberg, for many of these were probably of a dark complexion. There is an interesting record of the descent of the dark sea rovers on the coast of northern Wales in the Amiels and the Cambriae, under under the year 987, which tells us that Gothrit, son of Hardal, with black men, devastated the Anglesea, the, the Anglesea, and captured 2,000 men. Yes, slavers. Another entry in the same record says that Meridut redeemed the captives from the black men. So I'm showing and proving to you that the Vikings is black people that was enslaving white people and that these white people eventually because of breeding with them wind up learning how to flip these ships and then started taking their hands, they fade into their own hand. So the origin of the Anglo-Saxon race, again, the Anglos and the Saxons were Moors. What kind of Moors? Let's see. Dark complexion, <laughs> right? Possible some of these dark Vikings, right? Dark Vikings may have been allies, thank you, allies or mercenaries from the south of Europe. It is um, as regards to evidence concerning the black haired settlers in Europe, England. Now remember, there was no England in 987. That place was Albion. So where are they talking about? They said that these mercenaries, these Moors came from the south of Europe. South Europe is, it, what is that, Spain, ain't it? 
Right. So we're a lot more closer to European affairs as possible because it seems like we don't, Europe or none of that bears any relevance. It only bears relevance to us because they still haven't explained where these devils was at. First and the last, and the last and the first. Baking life. Wow, this is it. Oh my God, this is it. He's explaining it. Take your time. Military hypothalamus. And I'm going back for him to explain this again. So the no, the astral body again is the estate. The dwelling place of the occupant. Right? The physical body is the trust. The representation of the estate on earth as it is in heaven. Right? The mental atom is the pineal organ working in conjunction with the pituitary hypothalamus and yeah the pituitary and hypothalamus right so these things that we call chakras are also melanin molecules non-physical that manifest out of the spiritual chamber that access or that you access in your waking life So as you can see, there is a connection from the pineal, right, as well as from the, the midsection, the midheaven, okay? This is why in trying to alter our perception of the brain by embossing it with these demons, wow. they were able to unite the fiction history into the so-called moors of the world so and get us to denationalize ourselves. What is another name of denationalize? So the hijacked image, the hijacked image worshiping of the false images is how the original people were overtaken. And for denationalization, Yeah, the result of denationalization is slavery, no doubt. But what is another name for denationalization? No, that's freedom. That's um, transferring ownership. Mm -hmm. Another name, no amalgamate, no. Another name, can you denationalize an estate? His children are answering. I love that. No, you cannot. <laughs> what is the only thing that you can do to a state other than maintain it? Bequeath it. 
abandon it. Oh. That's right. Abandon. So when the Moors started to adopt European surnames, they abandoned their estates. When the Moors stopped dressing in their natural habit, with they without their fezzes and turbans and all of that over here, they abandoned their natural estates for the gods and the chief estates of Europa. From Moors and people who have been jealous of them for so long for all of what they did to them. After the Moors were expelled from Spain, Spain went into a whole 200 years of darkness. That is that is really when the Dark Ages started, really. Because that's when all of Europe was now plunged back into a system of straight-up mindless control. And the people who benefited during that time were the church. Because now they could reinstitute a level of... of of cultural amnesia uh -huh. on the descendants of the Moors who did not value what their forefathers gave them. Those descendants of the Moors today are the people today we call Spanish, Puerto Rican, Dominican, uh, Portuguese, Brazilian, South American. You understand? All of those people were disinherited. And who took control of it? The church through what? Mm. The, the Sestui Trusts, which were created in 1666. And we have been abandoned from those estates ever since. So it is our responsibility, Moors, to reestablish our estates. But you don't do that by nationalizing. Because nationalizing is something that exists on earth. You understand? So on earth, in dealing with trust situations, this is why having a nationality works for us. Because most people, yes, the Sestui Trust of 1666. But remember, at that time, 1666, we were not slaves. Remember, you weren't a slave in 1666. Who was the slave in 1666? White people. That was somebody else. That wasn't you. That was the Eurozoids, right? So that means that the Sestui Trust, as it was created or set up, was really set up for members of your family to look out for those members of your family that was over here or was or was farting around in the colonies and stuff and had no knowledge of where they was at or how to receive a return on their investment. Farting around in the so what they had to do was create a, a constructive trust that would allow them to be able to have something in terms of being able to redress their grievance and get their money back. But, and then at the same time, pick up one of the same one of the damn slaves that was out there and who was just walking around willy-nilly acting like they had autonomy and they didn't always make it difficult he's teaching class he's like 
This is why you are not supposed to. So when Moors tell you to rescind your birth certificate, what are they doing? What are they telling you to do? To give up your estate. To give up, to give up your estate or what your estate? Abandon. Yes, they trying to get you to abandon your estate. I just showed and proved to you that this, that sovereignty, that this even trumps sovereignty. Because this has nothing to do with man. Your estate has nothing to do with man. So when you create your executive letters to reestablish your estate, you do it through the seat of government. What is the seat of government? In the United States. The post office. That's right. So when you create your executive letter and you start to function on General Post, when did General Post come into existence on Earth? What was it to show? Well, first, where did it start? Well, the United States Post Office started in 1971. Where did the General Post start? I'm going to show you, tell you right now. I'll read it to you. The General Post Office has its beginning in Scripture and is established and continued by the Postal Treaties. General Post Office is the Post Office generally. The Post Treaties are a general to the Post. You see? Meaning that they're under the General Post. Meaning all Postal Treaties, United Union, are under the General Post because the general post is the general post generally, meaning that it's all information. It represents all information as physical matter. The post office is the largest bank in the world and has most of the branches biggest banks in the world. The post office actually begins in Jeremiah 5131, which says, one post shall run to meet another and one messenger shall go to meet another and to show the king of Babylon that his city is taken at one end. Therefore, Jeremiah 51, 31. Therefore, that means that the first post office in history was created at the fall of Babylon to show that Babylon the Great or the extension or jurisdiction of Babylon no longer existed over this person. Therefore, when you set up General Post and establish your estate, the estate which is Babylon, the state which is Babylon, you are now letting them know that your estate has been reestablished in the kingdom of God. That's why they don't talk to you about it. That's why they want you to believe that you can only get General Post for 30 days. That is if you are changing your address. But if you are a transient, you can receive the mail so long as your address is the general post address, which means your address, once it's established properly, will be the post office, the general post office where you pick up your general mail. Therefore, to do this is very simple. Next week's class, stay tuned. 
Sunday, come back. No, I'm laughing because the tier will go over. It's an hour class, so I don't ever want you guys to be delayed in doing other things in your day. Just like in Thrace, if I showed you the symbol of Thrace, which was in conjunction with ancient Kemet because they, the Thracians were related to the Adites and they went into ancient Shinar, which again is ancient Asia when the whole planet was Asia, like we've been saying. So it's not that giants were the Greek gods, it's the fact that we were given the power and dominion over the earth and we don't really understand what that means because they got us caught up in the religion. The Bible, the Circle 7, the Digma Potter, all of that, we are adherents to the ancient world, which means that we are not in this world. We are not in their time stream. We are talking ancient technology stuff that based on our title shows that we now have dominion over the giants. Aren't they the giants of the day? Aren't they working with these entities to do whatever they're doing to keep this stuff concealed? The only people who can stop them is real Moors because we're the only ones that know, but we are called barbarians, right? Or thugs, right? Which were two uh, derogative names developed in Rome to signify those who were loyal to the ancient empires, to the, the ancient landowners, who were the inheritors of the world after the flood, who established an ancient maritime empire because as descendants of Noah, they had dominion over the seas because they were given that by Allah. But in order to understand that, you have to understand what Allah is. <clears throat> it is the maker, the owner, the ruler of the planet Earth, father of civilization, God of the universe. The original Asiatic black man, a M-O-A-B, who descend from Ruth. But they got us looking at that from a religious point of view and not understanding it from an actual point of view in terms of potential. This was Chicago, man. So what happened after? Where'd the water go? <laughs> Look. Look, what happened? They were just balling. Look, all of this. They want us to believe that giant white people built all this. This happened in our parents in their lifetime. Look, what happened? Look. Look the stuffed mammoth. Look the stuffed giant octopus. Weird. When did that happen? Where? Oh, they just created that. That's they stuff. They they made that. Word. But I got a book called The Conquest of Peru and Mexico by the Mongols in the 13th century. And it talks about how they brought them over here. Giant woolly mammoths and, and elephants and giant creatures and stuff because a lot of them was giants. But what I'm saying also is that the Moorish, what we understand is the Moorish or the so-called Tatarian, the Barbarian, the Barbary and the Tartarian empires were also deeply connected as descendants of these ancient so-called tribes and clans that, for better or worse, fought and worked together up until the present day. And out of all of them, the people that was instrumental in making that happen was Ignatius Loyola 
his bodyguard, who was Contalini, who was also a, a cardinal and Jesuit general and the founder and the, the uh, supporter of Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton was the stooge that they used to flip on the people because they agreed to follow what's called the Sarpian, the Sarpe method. Sarpe was a student of Contalini and Sarpe method was to use religious wars to capture land. And he was the one that's, that those type of people were people like John Dunn, Francis Bacon, Milton, these people, all of them niggas was under Newton. Newton was a, was a, a luminist, a, a cultist, homosexual, who was actually insane. And so they hid his insane writings and alchemy and all of that, and then founded his perspective on the spherical earth and used and created the whole gravity thing to take control of the, the Moorish academia, basically to use that to take control then of the whole science of the day to perpetuate the whole flat earth myth and all of that. And until Spain took Granada and then that's what opened up everything. So what they wanted to do was get a monopoly by the 1500s. So that's when they wanted to come over and conquer it. But the Pope knew if he stepped over here like that is one thing to, to buy the kingdom from El Zagal, but it's another thing to, to, to diss the Khan. Jangus, because Jangus is claiming this aspect because he's saying he's Asiatic. So they send Marco Polo to go smooth it up with Jangus, and then that's when Jangus hears about um, the conquering Spain and all of that, and then decides that he's going to wage war against them, but at the same time, he's going to go and shut them out of the New World. So he starts the invasion, you see, and gets all of the elephants and the giants or whoever together, get them on the boats, and he sends them from the Pacific down to Peru, Mexico, as it says in this book. <clears throat> but before he left, he conquered so much of ancient Shinar, which became uh, China, that he consolidated the throne in his bloodline and then created the, the people we today call Asians. The same way the Barbary Moors created the people we today call Italians and Puerto Ricans and all of these people, you see? Wherever we was at, we would create a race because it got to a point we got tired of all of the decades of fighting. We reduced the, the giant strain or the, the devil strain, the grafted strain in the old world to a point where it was only maybe 95% left, but that 5% was able to find a way into the bloodline and use the corruption to make that happen. That's why they had a giant statue of Apollo in Venice. You understand? That's that statue of David, that's a that's a that's an altar statue that they used to do for, for Apollo. That's actually Apollo to them. That they would create a god that they could get our people to bow to. That's Yakub. That's the children of Yakub. That's what they did. What? And they started to civilize these white European wild men, shave them up and whatever, and then use them to destroy or whatever, or marry in, or use the Moorish appetite for white slave girls or white slave boys to marry into these families and eventually create the mulatto race, mestizo race, you see, and then use them to conquer, like with Malenche, you see. So Contalini was under Loyola, that's all Jesuit. So so your man, uh, what's his name, Confucius, Jesuit. All these people were Jesuits, which means they were Venetians, you see. 
which means that they were satanic Phoenicians, dirty Moors who were pagans and had made a deal with the devil. Look, I'll bug you out. So every Asian that exists is descended from Genghis Khan. You understand? Everyone. There's not one that's alive today that's not. That's why they feel they can go into Africa and do what they're doing. Look. Can y'all see? Look. One. See the face? One. Is his body. Two. See? This is by, right? Three, see the nose, and the eyes, the hair. Boom. Four or uh, three. Look at this dude. See the eye, the nose, the arm. His arm is like over, like he was trying to cover his face when it fell on. One arm over, the other arm down, the rest of the body, right? Then boom, they hook up with the Moors that's already there. So, okay, y'all can stay on the, the planes because now we got the peace treaty and that's that. And this is where these Asian people come from. Same thing in South Asia now, in, in South America. They go down, they get off, bring the elephants, take over the kingdoms, shut everything down as much as they can. Uh, and then establish uh, whatever happened. And then the, those that didn't want to go back to Mongolia or whatever, ran up into the caves, into the jungle. This is where we get the wild Amazonian people and these people from. Because wherever we was at, we would build the people to serve us. The white people here in America is the white people from the Appalachian Mountains that they don't talk to us about, that we bred out and we bred into, that we farmed on the, 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 uh, in Edom, in Virginia, and the tobacco farms and all that, the plantation. Or like down in plantation here in plantation florida and then eventually the spanish came and then like i said all of that flipped up and then all the kingdoms then became forfeit so george tried to do what he could shut it down how he could based upon his relationship to edward and so these people created these 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 illusions to block us from the actual history of how much dominion we had over things so when we see these giant factories where they was building cars and all of that, and we see those giant factories where they was like smelting steel and all of that, and it's these huge vats, these giant, giant vats, and these little people in the 1900s and all of that making weapons for the war. We supposed to believe that white people built those? Yeah. That was here before everybody got here. Again, so all of this was hidden through Newton's gravity bs and then was parody because they was all all of them was under aristotle they used aristotle as the model and he was whack so it was all to keep everybody dark and to to keep the dark people and start to move them out and then repeople these people that they could control and then start to lock it down on both sides and when they couldn't do that at its worst that's when granada fell and then that's when they started being able to get other malls and dirty malls and conversos to come in and do what they needed to do, all with the promise that they would finance them against Spain. This cross right here, this washed up out here in Florida on the beach. 
This is this is a, a Inquisition cross. It was putting people on this. Boom. They all they all hooked up and then started to mess with the monarchy out there and then put Sortsi, this dude named Sortsi, who became the, the so-called priest, but he was really a, a warlock to Henry the Eighth, because Henry just liked smashing chicks, so he wanted to indulge that with him so that they could take over the throne in England. So they did that. They was following the Sarpy method. And so this is what initiated everything over there, which then initiated the war everywhere. And so Shakespeare allegedly was against it. And then that's when he started to work against that by putting it all in plays and all of that. And that became the, the, the aspect of satire and all of that. That's where it really started. Him really showing and proving who these people really were. Same way that I would make a, a book about a, a maniacal president, you know what I mean, who's an egomaniac and he's blonde and, you know, talks funny. You would know that that's basically Trump. This is what he basically did with characters like Iago and Macbeth and all of that. That's why they want you to keep reading it because you don't get it. That's why they outlawed Shakespeare after he did the Bible and all that. Because they was really Muslims on the low. Well, actually, they were Catholics, but they were Cathar Catholics, like like Moorish Catholics, what they call Iberian Christians, Moors on the low. Because they all descend from those Moors that didn't want to leave. See what I'm saying? So based on this model, there was no slavery in the United States, west of the Mississippi prior to 1854. So when they tell you that they brought all these African slaves over here, that's not true. What they did brought, what the Moors brought over here though, the Asiatics, the Tartaries, they brought elephants and all of that to hold us down, the same way the Mandy people did. This was in Chicago, man. This right here, this from the World's Fan Chicago. <laughs> if I told you that this was Spain right now, you wouldn't say, you, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't know. This was under the, the jurisdiction of the Chilagi people. The Jalagi, the original Cherokee, the Moors up and down the Mississippi, all of them. The ones the prophet told us about. This right here, this in New York, this the subway, the old subway in New York. This go back before the 1600s, this thing right here. So you tell me what's going on, Moore. These Moors is arguing about, like, they don't know what's going on, Moore. They don't know what they own. They don't know how to get it. They don't know where they fit. This documentation that shows the Moors and the Hebrews down in the same uh, organizations, unified through the UNIA. Look it up. But we were Moors. We didn't call ourselves Ethiopian. That was the difference between us and them because we descend from those Moors from Canaan, which means we descend really from the giants that lost their territory and ask the original people, the original pharaohs of Egypt over here to come over here and build the glorious city. This right here, right here, Chicago. Come on, more, 1900. So what, they knocked this down and put up Sears Tower? Them pictures that you see, remember they would show you them pictures of the, of the, of the white men on top building the building the uh Empire State Building sitting on the sitting on the um the, the girder, the beam, and they all having lunch smiling. That's fake. You never see them building it. 
you always see them rebuilding. So they want you to believe that white people built this. If they built it like this, how come they're not building stuff like this now? Because they can't. Only you can. Only you can command the giants to do that. So the power that we use to subdue the old world and all that stuff resided down in our pineal. That's what. That's why Yakub wrestled with the angel. And at the end, what he said, give me a new name. And what did he say? The name that I give you is what? Is what? Israel was the name of the nation. The name that he got from the angel was what? Nope. Nope. Go back, read it. <laughs> Go back and read it. The irony is I just told you. Wrestled him to the morning. Meaning he wrestled with the idea of how to how to get rid of them, how to shut them down. And finally, the angel had to give him a name, and he gave him the secret. Pineal. Calcify the pineal organ, and you can shut them down and you can turn them to stone. Because they don't have enough carbon to absorb water the way that we do. Look, look at this. Used to used to go to work here. <laughs> look, look at them burying everything, digging it up. Look, city's already there, on top of everything. Look how far this go down. All but all all between the, the late 1900s. 1300s. Look, this is all the stuff you had. 